Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The legends are true. We're overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. It's time to rise and grind on a Tuesday morning right here on the Sports Grid Network, Sirius XM Channel 159. Donnie Wright side, Joe Ranieri, as the next two hours are ours, we are going to set up your Sports Grid day, hit every hot topic you need, and also, if you like Major League Baseball, you tuned in to the right show. Joe Ranieri, it's a Tuesday morning. How's it going down there in South Florida? Oh, it's uh, it's set for a busy week here, uh, Danny. A couple of things going on. I think we've got a dart tournament uh, set to uh, oh. kick off uh, tomorrow night. A little uh, polo. So, oh yeah, that's right. The the Stanley Cup final and the NBA final uh, this week, Wednesday and Thursday. Uh, so it should be a uh, an action packed weekend for sure here. There you go. South Beach in the eye of it all here. And as we know, the Miami Heat one to one going back to South Beach. But it looks like one team that was hoping to go back to South Beach one and one. The seven and seven will start it off. The Panthers get shellacked last night. Seven to two by the Vegas Golden Knights. Second straight game here. Multiple goal advantage for the Golden Knights as they home or excuse me, host home field advantage and home ice advantage goes back to oh, that was a big time win by the Knights last night, Joe. Well, I mean, both wins were, were big time. It's um, <clears throat> not only are they winning, they're beating the living crap yep. out of these uh, Florida yep. Panthers here. But, you know, listen, that, that's why got to win four, right? Four wins, not two wins. So the series is far from over. And uh, they will uh, hit their own home ice here on Thursday, uh, Donnie. And we'll see if they can't uh, get a little bit closer to tying this thing up. We'll see if the plastic rats in South Florida are ready to be fired onto the ice as they try to at least get even before heading back to Las Vegas. Let's take a look at the next topic today. Look, there's a reason why legalized gambling works in the United States. Case in point, Isaiah Rogers for the Colts is being investigated for gambling, Joe, on his team. Now, we'll get into specifics and have some fun with this topic a little bit later. But if you're going to jeopardize your career... 25 to $50 wagers here that you're placing on or against the Colts, the team you play for, Joe. Come on now. Tony, I'm going to reserve comment for a little bit later here <laughs> yes. in the show. Yeah. I have some it's thoughts a good one. on this topic, and I am uh, I'm just going to say that um, – yeah, it was nice of him to get out in front of it and own it uh, there. Uh, kudos to him, but I I've got some issues with this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a little bit here. By the way, a billion dollars, Joe, doesn't go as long as it used to here. The Bills break ground yesterday on a $1.54 billion stadium. And if you say to yourself, okay, well, New York and L.A., yeah, they're big markets. The second smallest market in the NFL, $1.54 and it looks like they're going to have grass up in Buffalo here. How about that?
Yeah, kind of crazy, right? Uh, long time coming, though. I mean, that, yes. uh, that fan base has... Uh, they've been waiting a long time uh, for this, and they finally uh, they finally got it. New stadium. It's going to be uh, it's going to be pretty awesome up there for those Buffalo Bill fans. Yeah, the AFC East there, as we used to take a look at things like Foxborough back in the day when it was before Gillette Stadium, the new one, Schaefer Stadium, I mm -hmm. guess it was called, really looked like a glorified high school field with the Buffalo Bills having that last of, man, this looks more like a college stadium yep. than an NFL stadium. But here come the Buffalo Bills fans with a brand spanking new facility. How about this one? Tyler Hero, NBA Finals, expecting him back for Game 3 possibility. Tyler Hero might be singing a different tune here, Joe Ranieri. Yeah, it, it certainly didn't sound uh, as if he was confident enough. It sounded like he was a little skeptical of even coming back, uh, regardless of the swelling that uh, that apparently happened before game two. He's a little worried about messing up with the mojo of the team here. But listen, you're going to see him one way or the other, Donnie, whether it be in game three or, or game four. He's going to come off the bench at some point with the home crowd. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how he does. Yeah, we'll take a look at that in the next segment here, but we want to welcome in the radio audience you're watching and listening live to the early line. Series XM Channel 159 on the Sports Grid Network. It's Donnie Wrightside. It's Joe Ranieri, and we're talking NBA action right here in the 7-7. Seven and seven. The Phoenix Suns hiring David Fisdale as an assistant coach. You have a situation where you want it to be the most comfortable it can be for superstar players to want to stay in town. The Phoenix Suns reach into their purse strings and go ahead and pay David Fisdale to come to town. So new coaching staff in place in Phoenix. Lo I loved Fizz. Uh, I loved him here in Miami. Yeah. I, I thought he got a raw deal uh, with the Knicks, uh, but he's got history there with Vogel and the Lakers and uh, left a cushy, I believe, jazz front office job to uh, to head back to the sidelines. So uh, kudos uh, for Fizdale. I like him a lot. There you go. Back into the NBA, back onto the coaching lines here. Let's take a look at the Rangers and Jacob DeGrom. The reason that, look, the Mets have more money to waste than probably any franchise in Major League Baseball. Not even the Mets, Joe Ranieri said. We want to waste money on Jacob DeGrom. We think he's going to be injured. His date to come back has been pushed back to at least late June now. Jacob DeGrom, who said we didn't see this coming? You know, there's not a lot of locks in the world, Donnie, but <laughs> the sun coming up, uh, death. Uh -huh and DeGrom uh, on the IL are pretty much locks and have been for most everyone's life here. So, uh, yeah, not a shock here in any way, shape, or form. Certainly not. I'll tell you what's a shock is here. A Major League Baseball player hitting close to 400. Louis Arise up to 399 mm -hmm. and break up the Marlins for a nice offseason move for once, Joe. How about that? Yeah. Uh, and I'll give you another stat about that, right? So you got a guy hitting nearly 400, and yet you've got a guy in uh, Kyle Schwarber hitting a buck 70 has actually <laughs> scored more runs than Areza has. So uh, go figure. Baseball's <sighs> weird, man. Baseball is odd there, but can we push forward to get a batter that's actually going to hit over 400 in Major League Baseball? Mm. It'll be fun to watch. Probably doesn't happen, but amazing stuff there down in South Florida. In the next segment here, we're going to take a look at the NBA Finals Game 3. It's not tonight, but boy, we got a lot to go over to set the table there. Don't go anywhere. It's the early line right here on The Grid. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.
It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10 piece Wick Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba da ba ba ba. Go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Hour number one in full effect right here on the early line for a Tuesday morning right here on the Sports Grid Network. It's Joe and Don here talking a little NBA action. No game on the court tonight, but certainly with the finals here, we still have a lot to talk about in setting the table here, Joe, for game number three, including the Denver Nuggets and the Miami Heat tied at one in their series. Now, the Denver Nuggets had home court advantage. The Miami Heat won game number two. So now the Miami Heat effectively have home court advantage. Not necessarily reflected in the pricing here, Joe, at the FanDuel Sportsbook. The series price as it stands this morning, the Denver Nuggets a minus 270 favorite, the Miami Heat a plus 220 favorite. We will start there. It seems like the same thing we've seen each and every series so far for the Miami Heat. Surely they can't beat the Bucks. Surely they can't beat the Celtics. Surely they can't beat the Denver Nuggets. Are we getting efficient price points here out of the Denver Nuggets, or is it in your opinion, Joe Ranieri? Man, just keep taking the heat at these ridiculous prices. Well, Lenny, you know what uh, part of the camp I fall in uh, on there. Uh, I'm just, you keep, <laughs> you just keep undervaluing Miami and I'm going to keep making money back in them, man. It is that simple. Uh, I have never seen the kind of doubling down that the books and the betting public ha have done with every team that has played Miami. It, it's almost to the point that even at 3-0 and uh, up against Boston, they were still not valued correctly as a team that is going against a record that uh, no team has ever come back 0-150, and yet we still saw them undervalued. And the same thing here. Listen, they win game three. That's going to be barely – still, they're still going to be an underdog. It won't even be a pick and price, Donnie. That is how ridiculous it has been uh, in this marketplace with this Miami Heat team this year on this run. If I hear one more person say they're an eight seed, I'm going to scream. I swear I'm going to scream, Donnie. Now, what would be the reason, Joe, to say that the Miami Heat, regardless, is it the computers that just say, hey, the numbers are what the numbers are? Are the computers stuck in? This is an eighth seed. They came into the playoffs with these type of statistics because it's apparent. You're right about it. As Michael Malone said, even to start the series, forget about talking the Heat as an eighth seed. They're not an eighth seed. They're here in the finals. They, they're a one or two seed at this point with how far they've made it. Why are we still getting these pricing from the books? Per perception is is reality and, and yeah. that's the perception of this miami heat team is there an eight seed they're lucky to be here the wheels are going to fall off but let me let me ask it this way here donnie because i think people uh, got to start wrapping their head around what's going on here what is the difference between the way the heat are winning games this postseason 
and what the Golden State Warriors did for a decade winning multiple championships. What is the difference between what they're doing here? What was there some crazy big man? Yeah, I mean, I mean, what was it? So you, they're winning the same way Golden State has won for over a decade. They're destroying you. They've got their own Splash Brothers, and they're destroying you from the perimeter. They're just as tough as Golden State was. There's no giant bid. There's no big man that the offense is built around. It's the same concept that Miami is using that Golden State has used to dominate over the last decade. Exactly. And you take a look at that game, too, here. We always get into Nikola Jokic going off, you know, scoring a ton of points here, far and away the highest score on his team. They mm -hmm. lose that game. The Miami Heat have a couple guys in the mid-20s. They end up winning that. So more guys involved in that offensive process, certainly the better. Let's take a look at the series price here that currently sits right now. Series spread, excuse me. The Denver Nuggets, minus one and a half games at a plus 120 price. The Miami Heat, plus one and a half games at a minus 145 price. So obviously, if the Miami Heat win the series outright, you'll take down that ticket but if you do have a game seven in denver no matter what happens if you have a miami heat ticket in your pocket you would win that as well talk about the series spread because also pivotal game three coming up if the miami heat can take a 2-1 series lead aren't we just destined if the miami heat lose at least getting to seven games at that point oh i'm telling you if only miami had ever you know in a game three up to this point come home tied 1-1 and win the next one and then oh that's right they've done that already every damn time they've done it so far here and listen denver knows it and uh if you were uh like me that i mean i i backed it i said over five and a half games uh i thought this was a, a six or seven game series i i never said that you know they were going to run the tables and win it but i thought for, to anybody who thought this was going to be a four or five game series is completely has not been paying attention to how they're winning and what they're doing uh and i don't think it's as big a crazy thing as people think it is but those numbers that you just posted there for a team coming home with all momentum who could win game three like they've done in every series that's the most ridiculous numbers i have uh, i have seen in this you're still contemplating this being over in five in the marketplace is that what's going on here donnie <laughs> Yeah, well, because what the public are saying is basically, well, the Miami Heat can't shoot that well from the three-point line, and it looks like, Joe, they probably have to make 75% of volume three-point shots in order to just hang around with the Denver Nuggets. What we've oh, always really? talked about is how big of a home court advantage the Denver Nuggets have. It's now 1-1. The Heat went in there and dropped them, which is something nobody was able to do so far in the playoffs. We'll see if that continues in South Beach. Let's take a look at the NBA Finals MVP market, because they've also changed, dras changed drastically, Joe, after Game 1. Nicole Jokic a minus 260 price here at the FanDuel Sportsbook. Jimmy Butler, a plus 430 price. And Bam out of Bayou now, coming up at a plus 650. Telling you right now, Joe, if we get average Jimmy Butler and they're still winning, and Bam out of Bayou is going to give you 20 and 10s, he's legitimately in that conversation to be the MVP of the NBA Finals if the Miami Heat can pull this out. I got laughed at last week, Donnie, when I had the audacity <laughs> to bring up the fact that at a bio, oh if the if the Heat win it, it's going to be much more because of Bam Adebayo and his ability to take advantage of the shortcomings of uh, the Joker 
defensively and he's a liability and he's got to be able to stand up to him and he has in two games and yet to me still not a lot of respect and I think although his numbers have come down ridiculous there um, mm -hmm. I think one more Miami win if you are backing Denver here I think one more Miami win if they win game three you're going to be able to get the Joker MVP price at a much better number than you ever thought possible here. Yeah, it feels like that if the Denver Nuggets, it was really felt correlated heading into the NBA Finals. If the Nuggets were going to mm -hmm. win, it was going to be Jokic. If the Heat were going to win, it's going to be Jimmy Butler. Jimmy hasn't had one of those games where he, you know, bust out for 36, 37 points, a couple clutch plays in the fourth quarter just yet, and that's fine. Because if you ask Jimmy Butler directly, hey, what do you want, the MVP with a legitimate chance where you score a lot and maybe the series goes down to the wire? Or how about this, you win in six games and Bam Adebayo outplays you technically and you cut down the nets. I think he would take the cutting down the nets each and every time. Now, on the FanDuel Sportsbook, there is a pretty fun market here. The NBA Finals Popular Parlays Featured Market here, which includes some mm. crazy numbers that you can get. And also, it used to be back in the day, Joe, right? Hey, you're going to take a side, you're going to take a total, and that's all you get in the NBA Finals. There's so many more fun betting options to get into it. Even Nikola Jokic, who we've known to sort of raise the bar in games, and maybe if the Miami Heat's true strategy would be, Joe, to say, you know what, Jokic? You get whatever you want. We're going to worry about the other four guys. You want to drop 35? Go ahead. You want to drop 40? You want to drop 50? Because all of those games previously in the playoffs, Jokic and the Nuggets have lost. So in the FanDuel Sportsbook, oh. check this one out. Jokic to score 50 points in any NBA Finals game. Obviously, we're already down two games. So it'll be three, four, five, six, and if we need a game seven. 43 to one for that to happen. Now, normally you might say, Donnie, you're crazy. 50 points is ridiculous in an NBA Finals game. But what happens if Spo is like, you know what? I found something. We'll let Jokic could shoot 25, 26 times in a game. He can get his 50. Let's just hold the rest of the guys to 45 or less, and we'll win. Have you taken a look at any of these markets here that we take a look at the FanDuel Sportsbook on these popular parlays? It, it, it's funny you brought that up because I, I saw that 43-1 to 1 number, and it sucked out to me, <laughs> and I'm going, well, um, if you hadn't figured it out, we, we were wondering what Spolster's chess move was going to be after game one's loss, right? Well, he made it, and he basically said, all right, go crazy in the paint. Take as many shots as you want, but we are not allowing you to get double-digit assists, and that's what they did. And I think that plan continues, which means 43-1 to 1 is a live shot with that prop there, Donnie. It's going to be a profound series. And all I was wishing for last week was the Miami Heat just get this 1-1 going back to Miami. So we we'll up to talk about can the Miami Heat hang around. They will. And we'll talk Major League Baseball next. Yep. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. 
The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10 piece Wick Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba da ba ba ba. Go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Right back at it here on the early line on a Tuesday morning. It's Joe and Donnie hitting the Major League Baseball diamond. And what happened on Monday? Well, surprise, surprise. Four to one victory, Tampa Bay Rays over the Boston Red Sox. The Rays improved to 43 and 19 on the season. Shane McClanahan with another dominating performance. This feels like more Rays baseball, right, Joe? Four to one wins, three to two wins here. Close calls. That's another victory, though, for the Rays, who. We don't see this stopping anytime short. They have everything you need from frontline dominating starting pitching to a bullpen and also still getting timely hits yesterday. But the centerpiece was McClanahan's day. Six innings pitched, one earned run, five Ks, and away the Rays go with another victory. Yeah, and shocker uh, here. And, uh, you know, the weather wasn't exactly great uh, either nope. there yesterday. You know, that makeup game on a Monday. And uh, you thought maybe, just maybe, maybe the Red Sox would be able to pull one out. And nope, uh, not at all. And uh, the Tampa Bay Rays continue to do what they do. I still question that bullpen, Donnie. I'm still worried about that bullpen. But. You know, you got McClanahan now, nine wins on the season at this particular point. Pretty impressive, but they're going to have to keep doing it with the bats, I think, because that bullpen is a little head-scratching. By the way, also, Bella with a decent performance there for the Red Sox. Yeah. Six innings pitched and three earned runs. The Red Sox now are 30 and 30 on the season. But again, playing in that AL East is so tough because you play a lot of games against your division, and that division is really good. So when you say the Red Sox 30 and 30 in other divisions, they're actually fighting for first place. In this one, they're mm -hmm. probably fighting just to stay out of the basement for a while here. But impressive stuff from the Rays as they continue yep. to win on that earlier game yesterday on Monday. Let's take a look at the Philadelphia Phillies. I said yesterday, well, I think I think they have the better pitcher on the mound, and I think they actually have the better lineup today. Now, granted, they were a heavy favorite yesterday, but we're talking about the Philadelphia Phillies. Not exactly heavy favorites as a ringing endorsement, as if the Phillies would automatically win. Aaron Nola was sensational yesterday, giving us a glimpse of what he actually can be, an ace of a staff. The Phillies win 8-3. to three. Trey Turner seems to be waking up a little bit, along with Nick Castellanos. That's a good win for the Philadelphia Phillies, not because it came against the Tigers, but finally, you're supposed to win a game, Joe, and you won the game. Well, and Nola actually, you know, had more strikeouts uh, than anything else here, which is where Nola has been over the last couple of years. He's at his best when he's missing bats and he's getting guys to chase balls. And that has not been the case so far this year, Donnie. Uh, you know, his strikeout percentage has been down. He's missing fewer bats and it's led to, you know, some really tough outings here. But against the Tigers... The bats, they actually staked him to a lead, and he took the, what, perfect game, and I think into the seventh, and then he yeah. gave up that bomb, and then that was the end of that. But uh, but that's the kind of outing they need to see more of uh, from Aaron Nola because him and Wheeler right now are, they're not what they used to be, that one-two punch, and hopefully that's a good start to getting back on track.
It is also in the game previous there, Ranger Suarez giving you a solid effort as well mm. if he starts back, which is good. So if you can get a one, two, three punch there back, and we know the Philadelphia Phillies, they'll win five in a row, they'll lose five in a row. They'll win five in a row, they'll lose five in a row. Just trying to hang in to make that September surge, as we like to call it here in Philadelphia. We'll see if it happens, but a good win nonetheless. How about the Marlins dropping nine runs on the Royals? 15 total runs in that game and 20 hits here. But I do think the thing that's catching everybody's attention now is we don't really look to South Florida for a lot of excitement here but Louis Arise up to 399 with his batting average here as we sit in the month of June now is he going to be able to hold on and hit 407 and set a record probably not but it's fun to see a player actually flirting with average because as you point out like Kyle Schwarber down in the mid 100s it's not all about Mm -hmm. batting average anymore it's like OPS and you know weighted on base percentage and don't worry about hitting 150 as long as you hit home runs here it's nice to see a guy that actually takes pride in getting base hits no matter how they come the dude is 10 for his last 13 at the plate, guys. I mean, he's 10 for 13 in his last three games. So mm-hmm. um, it's amazing what happens without the shift. And I think you're going to get more and more th- situations and storylines like this, Donnie, as the season goes on, because uh, the shift is no longer uh, in play. Yep. And that, that promotes contact hitting. And when guys put the ball in play like it should, guess what? Uh, great things like this will happen. So uh, the last guy I remember was it was either Tony George Brett almost hit 400 uh, many moons ago. But Tony Gwynn flirted with a couple of really good, uh, you know, 380, yep. 390 seasons. It's going to be interesting to see. Can this uh, can this kid actually uh maintain here through a you know 500 bats 600 bats here donnie that's what you got to be looking at and by the way what a novel concept putting the ball in play joe never we your little yeah. toddler running around third fourth grade your coach said hey just put the bat mm-hmm. on the ball choke up with two strikes Amazing. that went by the wayside for so long maybe it's back at this point here and i hope that we get a guy that's going to flirt with 400 throughout the summer something to watch down there and also as i started the uh, conversation with at the beginning of the show hey marlins All right, good move. Congratulations. You finally got one in the house there. Pirates and the Athletics. We're not going anywhere. We Mm. are family. Pittsburgh Pirates still in first place by half game. Why? Because they knocked off the Athletics. Now, don't let a good story get in the way of, oh, what, Donnie? It was the Athletics. You still got to beat the teams that are in front of you here. That was a nice comeback victory. But also, the Athletics, 5-26 and on the road. I don't even know if that's even possible. I, I, and Donnie, they, they scored, you know, they, the only guy they actually have a shot with is Sears when he's on the, on the mound, right? So he was on a mound mm-hmm. yesterday, did a pretty good job, uh, but yeah. he walked five, he struck out six, but yet, let's be realistic, right? He also um, was staked to a lead in this game, and it wasn't until the latter half of the game where the wheels fell off and they started walking runs in. Uh, then Pittsburgh took a one-run lead only to give it up, uh, and we had a 4-4 game going into the bottom of the eighth, and a sack fly is what ended up winning it. But you're right. Hey, listen, you can only win the games that are on the schedule, the teams in front of you. Uh, it's a good win for now a 32-win Pirates team. Um, it is getting worse. I don't think the Athletics win 25 games this year, guys. They've got 12 <laughs> wins. I don't think they double it. I, I really I have doubts that they're going to be able to double this year, and we got a ton of baseball still to go. 
Let me ask you this question, Joe, because I sent a tweet out last week saying to myself, if you are Major League Baseball, the owners, and you see one team that's legitimately just trying to lose and save money, but that you go to your accountant and go, hey, by the way, who's the most profitable team of baseball? It looks like the A's are right up there in the top three. It almost doesn't even make sense. So I was joking about the revenue sharing in baseball. Cut it off from the Oakland Athletics for a year because I understand that other baseball teams don't really care. But how can you have a sport where your goal is to get like 100 people in the building, don't pay anybody on payroll, you're not a draw on the road, certainly you're not getting any vibes out of the Oakland area where people want to buy jerseys or even watch on TV, but yet you're the most profitable team, if not the you know top three in Major League Baseball. It's astounding that it happens because they're an embarrassment on the field but a super success off the field, it almost doesn't even resonate at that point here. Now, when we talk about super successes on the field, on the mound, the Toronto Blue Jays' Alec Manoa looked like he was headed for stardom here. An affable guy, you know, you're micing him up at the All-Star game. Somebody that you would say, you know what, this could turn into I have must-see TV when he is on the mound. What turns on to be must-see TV for the other organizations that play Alec mm-hmm. Manoa? Because yesterday, the Astros, 11-4 victory over the Jays, he lasts a third of an inning, six earned runs. To be honest, I didn't see this coming. I thought he was going to have the ascension into one of Major League Baseball's better pitchers here, but it turns out he is Major League Baseball's worst pitcher, Joe. How could that even happen in the span of just a couple months? It, in At home, no less. Like, yeah, it, it's it's beyond me. I mean, it's it's night and day. So the question is, I just don't I don't know if it, it, I think it's mechanical and then it starts creeping up over that Donnie above the shoulders and mm-hmm. gets into a guy's head and then he's already yeah. defeated before he even throws a pitch. Uh, and that seems to be a lot of what's going on. It seems to every Every start now takes its toll, and you can see he's just he's very unsure. And, you know, listen, the difference between striking out eight, nine guys a game like what he was doing a year ago, uh, and this is it's only its placement, right? He's not missing bats. He's keeping, you know, he's missing balls over the plate, and hitters are making him pay. So something, I think, either he's hurt or something mechanically is going on, and they can't figure it out in Toronto and I don't know that this is going to get any better anytime soon he we need a an outing from him in which he throws a two-hitter throws seven innings strikes out eight or nine and then we'll see if he can build off of that but right now he is an absolute fade Donnie anytime he goes to the mound there you go. I mean, we'll see. It's one of those where you wait for him, hopefully, to get mm-hmm. another star because you want to take advantage of it, whether it be a total yeah. for the game, a team total, just betting against him to fade first five innings, whatever it might be. Here's the next game we'll talk about, the Reds and the Brewers. Now, the Reds did pick up a 2 to nothing victory, but as a handicapper, these are the games that sometimes can be very perplexing. Andrew mm-hmm. Abbott took them out. Major League Baseball debut, Joe, had very good statistics in the minor league, but sometimes we don't know how that's going to translate to a major league start here. He was fantastic yesterday. How about this? The Brewers only three hits in the major Major League debut, a two to nothing win in Abbott. Six innings, pitch one hit here. Fantastic stuff here. It's a big time win by the Rook. That was a it was a great outing. I mean, you like to see a, a few less walks, but you know, Milwaukee had already beaten up on Cincinnati this weekend uh, anyway. So they, uh, you know, they kind of all right. We won't sweep you. We'll give you one. But the kid looked good, and that's that's promising for Cincinnati. Uh, which means they'll ultimately probably blow his arm out or trade him anyway. <laughs> exactly. The Rangers, 39-20 and 20 with a 4-3 to three victory over the Cardinals. Marcus Simeon, 24-game hit streak here. A guy's battling for 400. Another guy's going after a 56-game hit streak. What's going on out here in these streets, Joe? 
Yeah, none of it centers around uh, DeGrom. Uh, nice run here uh, and a yeah. terrible season by the Cardinals thus far. Terrible. And by the way, the Padres, a 5 to nothing win over the Chicago Cubs, but I do believe the Cubs will hit tonight. We'll preview those games in just a little bit, but I think everybody wants to get into some NFL action here. No games in June, but my goodness, do we have some topics coming for you next? Don't go anywhere. Stick it right here on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10 piece Wick Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba da ba ba ba. Go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Time to talk some NFL. There's never a bad time to talk NFL here. we got a couple team totals we're going to look at, some previews here, talk to some really good quarterbacks, see what's on their mind, and also talk about the NFL once again, Joe Ranieri, investigating the possibility of a player betting in the facility. Now, this one is a first. A lot of times we hear about players betting or betting in the facility, not betting their own team, maybe betting a college basketball game, an NBA game, another NFL game. But this one is very interesting today. Why? Because the NFL is investigating the Colts' Isaiah Rodgers for possible betting on his own team. Now, as we brought it up in the 7-7, seven and seven, they're still going through the investigation, but it looks like there was at least 100 bets or so made, most of them, Joe, between $25 and $50, but there was one low four-figure wager that was place so i'll start the conversation here i understand that some of these guys aren't being schooled properly on what you can and can't do now with the advent of gambling which i'm pretty sure the teams are taking very seriously there that people are getting or should i say players are now getting suspended for this but my goodness joe if i came to you with inside information on apple and said joe I just got a release here. They got a microchip coming for the iPhone 1000 that is going to be so powerful that every single person on the planet is going to pay for this. And if you take a look at Apple stop and go, you know what, Joe, you're going to buy one share of Apple stock and rejoice in possibly trying to be a millionaire. No, you wouldn't. You'd buy as many shares as possible, mortgaging your house, your credit cards, and borrowing from your friends. It's just so odd to see this where a guy's like, you know what? Let me open up an account in somebody else's name, but I'll do the betting, but only for $25 and $50 and jeopardize your entire career. Oh, Tony. Um, the whole concept of this is that, I, you know, unfortunately, in every uh, profession, you 
you you shake your head at some of the people that occupy those professions and you go i can't fix stupid uh and i don't think you can fix stupid and i also don't think this is uh just an indianapolis Colts thing i believe there are this kind of stupid people uh across the nfl and all major sports doing exactly this because they can't help themselves uh being a a gambler, right? A uh, a sports handicapper, Donnie. One of the biggest traits you need to have is understanding risk management. Okay, so it, it'd be one thing if the dude laid his entire five hundred, eight hundred, a million dollar salary on a couple of bets because he was trying to hit a home run and then ended up getting caught. I'd be like, hey, dude, I, you know, all right, I get it, right? You went all in. I can appreciate that. But when you risk twenty five dollars to win. $25 uh, versus almost a million dollar contract is what you are risking by placing that $25 wager. There is a level of stupidity there, Donnie, that can't be fixed. And quite honestly, whatever comes his way, he deserves every ounce of it. This is not a 13-year-old. This is a grown-ass man in a grown-ass profession who risked it all for a $25 wager. I can't even comprehend, Donnie, the ridiculousness that is there. And now he's gone at not just one year. I mean, he if he bet on the Colts, I don't care if it was $3. Uh, good luck. Let's see. It was nice knowing you. Have a good time. Maybe you can go work at yeah. the book. Because remember, like way back in the granted, gambling wasn't legal. But if you if you're going right. as far back as like the 1960s, like Paul Hornig of the uh, Green Bay Packers, like basically banished from the game because he's betting on it. What do you think the possibilities of a penalty would be from this? Because Calvin Ridley got knocked for a year by just doing parlays while he wasn't even part of the football team nor betting on his own team. Is this one that it's going to be like one of those where they say we're going to banish you for a year and you could possibly enter reinstatement after one year, but looking farther down? Now, granted, the NFL likes to make an example. Mm -hmm. out of players i get that because they don't want this to go down the road because the whole hey look at this every game is fixed the players are betting on games and also take a look at isaiah rogers he's a legitimate nfl player but he's not tom brady he's not patrick mahomes you know he's not an exactly. upper echelon guy where they say hey you know what i don't know how long we can suspend this guy because i don't know but sometimes you can make an example of guys that don't have that big of an impact in the game do you think that's possible oh, listen he is exactly the kind of guy they they put on a mantle and say don't be this guy yeah. uh he's exactly what that is and he's got nobody to blame but himself again if he would have taken his eight hundred and fifty thousand dollar contract and laid it all out in a couple of bets donnie uh hey man i appreciate it you you wheeled and did you went for it right are you good to go but for 25 dollar wages and not just one or two we're talking like you kept betting this and you apparently did it from the facility itself, Man. everything. And I believe he was up for a new contract uh, coming up as well. So he would have made himself a couple of more million dollars here had he not done this. Uh, risking the, the risking $25 uh, versus the million plus that you just left on the table in an NFL career is, I can't even wrap my head around it, Donnie. I really can't.
You know what I'd be interested in, Joe, to see if it was 100 bets, if he went 54% enough to be a professional, profitable handicapper. That would be an important one. Even with inside information (laughs) below 500, that would be pretty successful at that point. But, I mean, the NFL is going down that slippery slope, at least doing it the right way, having processes Mm -hmm. in place here to catch some of these guys because you're right. Public perception is everything. Nobody wants to say at the end of a game, I was robbed. The refs and the players were on the take. This is why they're certainly putting this out in the forefront. Let's take a look at some teams here coming up and also particularly in the AFC South. Trevor Lawrence on deck here. You know why we're talking about Trevor Lawrence? He's happy. He's healthy. He's feeling good in the offseason. Finally, getting a full offseason with the Jaguars. Let's see what Trevor Lawrence has to say here. Like you're not adjusting to the league, not adjusting to a new coach and a new system? Definitely. You know, to have have the same staff, to have a lot of the same players, to have that carryover and the system especially. You know, this is the first time in a while I haven't been learning a new offense. So that feels good having that and being able to focus on little parts of my game um, instead of just making sure I got the installs and know the the, um, the plan coming into practice. You know, obviously you, you look over that too, but not having that stress of just learning the playbook, I can just really focus on my, my game and my mechanics. Are you looking forward to that once last season ended and you got over that? It's like, okay, I'm going to finally be able to do those little things. Definitely. It was definitely a different feel in this offseason, being able to unwind a little bit and then disconnect. I mean, last year, well, obviously my rookie year didn't really have an offseason going into the league. It's a pretty busy year and then getting drafted and then you're trying to adjust. And then last year, you know, with the coaching change and all that, not sure what was going to happen. And, and then having coach hired and trying to learn the system and all that, it's it's really don't have much of an offseason because you're trying to figure out kind of what the next step is. And now we have our culture set, we have our staff, we have our system. Um, it feels good having that in place. There you go. Trevor Lawrence feeling good about the offseason, and rightfully so. This team looks like it's going to do some damage in 2023. If we look, Joe, at the AFC South, the standings here, it's going to say the odds from the FanDuel Sportsbook, the Jaguars, primitive favorite here, minus 160. The Tennessee Titans at a plus 380 price. The Colts at five plus five to one, excuse me, five to one, and the Houston Texans at eight to one overall. So he should be feeling good because, to be honest with you, they are the most talented team, Joe, in that division. Uh, Donnie, I mean, listen, it's things could have went so hard left for that kid in that organization. I mean, the the, that Urban Meyer hire could have for that kid could have been absolutely detrimental to his career. And instead, you know, give uh, kudos uh, to Khan and the uh, the organization there for realizing, wow, did we. We screwed this up. Uh, get it out of there and get the right guy to get him back on track. And yeah, uh, every, and this is still going to be what? His third year? Uh, so, you know, this is the jump, the elevating between years two and four, right? Does he make a mm-hmm. jump from two to three and from three to four? If he does, that's Hall of Fame type uh, type of progress there with these guys. And I think that's exactly who this kid is going to be. Right coach. Right time, right environment. I think the sky's the limit for Trevor Lawrence. I think it's going to be a good year down in Jacksonville. I mean, you just take a look mm-hmm. at their team here. Calvin, talk about gambling, right? Calvin Ridley coming back from that gambling suspension could be a steal. Christian Kirk out of the slot. Zay Jones as your other top wide receiver. Ingram at tight end, who seemed to be able to find his hands last year. And then Travis Etienne out of the backfield with Trevor Lawrence. I do believe there's a lot of talent on this team. Can they turn that into a Super Bowl championship? That's something that we're going to have to see. But certainly in that division, it does make some sense. If we look at their team total, Joe Ranieri, and if we expect, at least I do, that they're going to win that division, and a soft division, there's no reason to believe that they can't be a 10 and 7 ball club as it sits at nine mm-hmm. and a half at a minus 150 price to go to the over at the FanDuel Sportsbook for them.
Yeah, I, I mean they've got some games in there, uh, you know, uh, that they're going to have to. Uh, they're going to. There's some competition there, but I yeah. again, sky is the limit for them, and the the kind of relaxing, like he said, having the opportunity to work on some of the little things, not having to start from scratch again. Uh, for a young quarterback, that's how he makes that progress, that next step, right? That next leap. The next leap for this kid is, you know, uh, divisional matches, divisional playoff games here where yeah. uh, you better worry about having to go through Jacksonville and not the other way around. So uh, it's, uh, I think the sky's the limit with Peterson and this organization. A lot of young talent on both sides of the ball, but we all know you got to have a quarterback, Don, if we're going to take you seriously. They got one for a long time here, I think, in the NFL. So looking forward to seeing how it goes for him. But I wouldn't sniff the under and wins on Jacksonville. Yeah, Jacksonville looks like they have their quarterback of the future here. One team that looks like they do have their quarterback of the future is the Chargers with Justin Herbert. But what is that future going to look like, particularly monetarily, as he's waiting on a massive contract extension? But yesterday, taking a look at the coach saying, look, we're going to take this day by day, and you expect this to happen sooner than later. But after seeing some of the numbers that Lamar Jackson got and Jalen Hurts in Philadelphia, we are going to ring the cash register out on the West Coast for Justin Herbert. Can, all right, can we just fire Staley now and just get this over with? All right, just give Herbert the money, fire Staley. I will remind people uh, and the Chargers, you had an opportunity to bring in Brian Dable, and you hired Brandon Staley. Uh, mm, so let me analytics. know how that works out on a daily basis here, right? Ongoing, we're going to take it day by day, yeah. Give Justin Herbert his money uh, and get rid of that damn coach who's going to do nothing but lose big game after big game after big game for you and still won't be able to stop the run. So uh, this is the most baffling thing. Just pay the man. What, what are you doing? Pay him. He's your future. Pay him. Was he trying to call a timeout during that press conference at all, Joe Ranieri, yeah, when he didn't need point. to call a timeout? Maybe he was doing good that. Point. But how about the AFC West winner here at the FanDuel Sportsbook? The Chiefs obviously at a minus 160 price as the favorites. But how about the Chargers at a 3-1 to price, followed by the Denver Broncos plus 550, and the Raiders at a 12-1 to price here? I like the Chargers. They are talented. But as you said before, Brandon Staley, Andy Reid, are you going to take your pick here with that? Sean Payton like I yeah no like absolutely not uh yeah no it's it's going to be I think the Chiefs um to beat obviously but I do think Denver is going to be interesting uh I don't th the Chargers have all the talent but is sure we're sitting here Donnie they're gonna figure out a way to lose games they should win uh and when it comes to the big stage I know Herbert and company's ready, but it's a coach's league, Donnie. You need to have the right guy pulling the strings. They don't have them, so there's no way I could invest in the Chargers. I don't believe he's the guy that's going to take them to the next level. Austin Eckler back in the fold here. New offensive coordinator in Kellen Moore. Justin Herbert looking to take that next step. Two legitimate wide receivers in Allen and Williams. And also Staley at a press conference yesterday saying, like, hey, you know what? I like the room we have here. I don't think we can fit in DeAndre Hopkins, which would be a whirlwind if they could do that. A lot on the table and a lot more NFL talk. We'll certainly have that in some future editions here of the early line. But I love to talk about it, even if the season isn't for a few months here. But you know what? College World Series, usually we talk about the men. How about the women's? We're coming up next year. Stick it right here. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10 piece Wick Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba da ba ba ba. Go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Um. Right back out of here on the early line. Quick segment before we hit our number two and a lot of Major League Baseball. Well, let's focus on the College World Series, but the women's softball College World Series. Interesting stuff going on. Why? A team, Joe Ranieri, is on a 51-game win streak. Now, normally for me, when I hear that, I go, hey, Joe, what, they probably haven't lost the past couple of years? That's one season. They're on a 51-game streak in one season right now as Oklahoma enters into the College World Series here, best of three against the Florida State Seminoles. Now, I don't know about you. Sometimes you go up against a better team and say, hey, look, we have to try to play as, you know, the best that we possibly can. Mm-hmm. 51 straight games in one season they won. Like, equate that to Major League Baseball. Like, when a team wins four, you're like, hey, man, they're streaking in four games in a row. 51 games in a row. And also, if there are betting lines here, how do you bet against a team on a 51-game winning streak, Joe Ranieri? I'm, I'm not getting in uh, in front of that train, but I will say, I mean, Goodness. if you've watched some of the games here in this, uh, in this World Series, um, Florida State's a damn good team, too. Uh, they got some absolute power on that team. And they are crushing the ball. They got a great pitcher. And, yeah, uh, it's hard to argue with that kind of success. But right now, I mean, you're talking about a history, you know, 51 straight uh, with a team that doesn't know how to lose going up against a team in Florida State that is doesn't care. Um, and this is going to be maybe one of the – I guarantee it's going to be a 2-1 game. It's going to be, you know, or one nothing. It's good. You know how this is going to end. It is kind of – I can't believe I'm saying this, but it's – Kind of must-watch television now, isn't it, Donnie? It feels like it. I mean, the game is packed, yeah. absolutely sold out every game. And also, if you watch, you don't need, you can just watch the highlights of this. You talk about the like, mm-hmm. like the unwritten rules of like Major League Baseball and college baseball. Don't show up the other team. I'm telling you right now, they hit home runs, they get doubles. They are flexing yep. and turning into the incredible Hulk out there with celebrations. Yep. It's actually very entertaining to watch. We'll see if they can win games 52 and 53 in a row and Ooh. clinch the college softball World Series. But we're going to talk about hour number two coming up, the NA. NHL, Stanley Cup playoffs, and a lot of Major League Mm -hmm. Baseball. We'll be right back on the early line. 
Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The legends are true. But overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes. The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last.